Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. At two minutes past eight in the morning, it's hump day with Swanee and friends. The sweet sounds of Kevin Buddy Wilson, Samantha Richards, Dane Swan. Good Hello. morning. Hello, how Good are you, morning. Ralph? You all right? Okay. I, I tend to be happy for friends. You all right? And, and knowing this charge of the magpies, how busy you're going to be. Flagpies. You all right? I'm sorry, you all right? How busy you're going to be talking to people. You upset. The upset that the one premiership Melbourne are going to get, you wouldn't be able to go to and watch? It? I think it's rather appropriate if you're a Melbourne supporter. Mm. <laughs> three-quarter time, thanks for asking. Yep. Did you know the game was done at three-quarter time? Not overly awesome, not overly confident, though, it'd be fair to say. Yeah, they, yeah. Colin will be better side all day. I hadn't, seen my, I hadn't been to the footy with my mate for a while. Mm. Collingwood supporter, obviously, because of COVID. Hang on, you even leave at half-time or three-quarter time when you've got friends there that you're with. Do you do the old, That's I'm going for a piss, and then leave, or do you actually say goodbye, or do no. you say, oh, I'm going to the toilet? True friends, you, you tell. You tell. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, wow, and they still go with you? Well, he actually said, you go, you go already. <laughs> you have forgotten COVID. <laughs> of course I'm going already. Yeah, oh, I don't understand it, but okay, continue. So, you watch, it on, watch, you watch it on your phone on the way home. Well, I, I did just the three quarter time, so ten minute walk to the car, <laughs> ten minute drive home, and that's the other advantage. And then I got to watch the last ten minutes and look at TV. Yeah, so um, I watched it on the couch, mate. I was uh, <laughs> here. We go. What? <laughs> Bit sore from Tassie. Uh, no, I was sore. Just couldn't be fucked on the footy. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> well, I, I had an offer to go into the president's, but. Hey, so did I. Just wearing a suit. I could be just wearing a suit and that just just can't be fucked going doing that. Why not the back? You know who the guest speaker was? Who? Alex Fasolo. Oh. <laughs> lucky I'm in a good mood. <laughs> what was he speaking about? It couldn't have been about his football career. He didn't have one. <sighs> what was he speaking about? Is that real? Did you just... Oh. Oh. <laughs> You got him. Where's the brooch? Yeah. Um, Command when he's down. Down on the couch. Well played, Ralph. No, it was. um, 10 points to Gryffindor. If I'd have been a Saturday or a Sunday, I reckon I would have went. Yep. But Monday, like, then I have a few beers, and so there's no. Like, it's Monday. Like, it's just. uh, It's a start start of your working week. You don't have to have a few beers. You should do. Well, you don't. You have have to. to. Well, I have to. I can't go to the footy and not have a few beers. What was that? So I'm a sick man. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. Because you're with the boys and then, like, where do you go after? And then it's Monday, then... Go home. No, no, your time doesn't happen soon. Have a coffee. I don't drink coffee, as you oh, fucking yeah. well know. <laughs> this is true. Um, 
Um, no, but I thought I'd sit up. Well, that's why the crowds aren't going, Ralph. Crowds aren't going to the footy. I didn't shocking. go. I had yep. a ticket. Yep. Um, Only 76,000. Crowds are fucked. Yep. Um, no, but it was good to sit on the couch and watch it. It took, but being there, it, it actually, I'm sure the M, the MND beanies took some of the mad passion out of supporters. You think? What do you I mean? do. Well, well I, as a, I think there was the more respectful sort of. Ah, right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, the, having seen Collingwood at their most feral, I, mm. I think the feral meter was down a bit. Mm. So, you saying that we should wear MND beanies weekly? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, other supporter bases that probably could have, wouldn't mind fucking having them on their heads too. <laughs> Correct. But it was um, that was a good game. Is it exactly people. what you wanted as Dane as a Collingwood supporter? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it seemed like a great day. Obviously, the MND shoes they raised more importantly raised a lot of money, which is um, phenomenal. It is. It's uh, it is phenomenal. And yeah, the Pies are the hottest team in the league. Well, well. we'll get to mess on later, <laughs> but it it, do, it does create opportunities. Yeah, well, yeah. Form. Yeah, in the back half of the year. Yeah. Um, my weeks are filling up. Tell me about Mason Cox, Dane, because um, I think more people knew he was going to come good than watched you at Williamstown Reserves Reserves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, like, not many. <laughs> well, he's obviously his... Oh, that's a good one. His biggest, his biggest challenge is to do it weekly because mm. he's been known to go missing and he's seven foot one, so... <laughs> it's fucking someone that tall's hard to go missing on the middle of the MCG, um, but that's his. Like he, he's proven he can do it, and I was one who probably thought he was just he's just a good good to have on your list for backup. Yep, you know what I mean? Because Brody, you know, if you got Brody and Darcy, obviously could play a forward. Um, and if one of your big fellas gets hurt, Mason come in and do an adequate job because he's so tall. So I figured he'd. I figured he'd probably get on the keep stay on the list because even even if he went Pesce because like I said he's a good sort of gap filler if one of your bigs go down because he's fucking so tall and he, he sort of has been able to play but um, if he keeps playing like that clearly like he's going to be huge for Collingwood but there's, and that's a huge but can he do it consistently because then I imagine not many sides have put time into Mason Cox like they probably, probably they would imagine seeing him as a liability out there. Yep. Well, we can expose him. We can do this. He's fucking this. He's that. If he plays like that, look, cause, you know, he's so tall. How, uh, did you play with him for a couple of years? Yeah. 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 I don't think he played. Don't think he played seniors though when I was there. Because I, I heard that um, Craig McCray spent a bit of time with him when he was <laughs> assistant coach there. So they, yeah. they've got this long term relationship. And even on the day, I thought the first quarter and a half he was he was bad, Mason. Yeah. Good. Good for the demons. <clears throat> yeah. But then it just clicked for him. And I'm trying to think, going back a bit, the, the style of play that you like Collingwood playing, i.e. this yeah. year's, not, not, yeah. not last year's, I think that's going to suit him because it's just repeated entries, yeah. attacking the play. Well, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're going to get more opportunities at 7 for one if you're going to start sticking and then your confidence and I, I was going to say, the biggest thing about Mason is his confidence. You yeah. tell as soon as he takes one mark, he fucking walks around like he's Wayne Carey. Like, dead set walks around like... <laughs> He walks around like the greatest player that's ever graced the earth. Yes. Like he gets a swagger about him. Like he cuts around like he's fucking he-man. And, you know, that's the American way of doing things. And that, that's great because that's, if that's what gets himself to play at the level he did in the second half, well, he needs that all the time. It's like as soon as he put his knee through Max Gorn or something, like, it seemed like he walked a bit taller. And he, but then all of a sudden the ball couldn't get away from him. Yes. You have one of the – like we've all – maybe you haven't had these days, but we've all had those days where the ball just follows you and – 
like everything you do, every mark you go for, they just seem to stick right in your hands and no one else can seem to get near it. And he got his confidence up and um, yeah, he just you just marked everything in sight. So I've no doubt he would have walked in uh, the next day with a paper in his hand, uh, <laughs> reading all about himself. Um, Is that the last time you read the paper, Dane, when you were playing and regularly Good question. best on? Basically, yeah. 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 Were you reading the Tessie paper at the end? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I got that. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Excuse yeah. me, local papers. I didn't know it was going to be in there. Um, oh. Spell. Give us a spell. You probably invited the journo down. I hey? played with the journo. <laughs> <laughs> um, he played, yeah, he played with us on the Saturday. But, yeah, the, main, the Pies, they are the informed team of the league. They beat Freo, Carlton, Hawthorne, and f- everyone reckons Freo's a Yep. Well, we beat. Well, the last side to beat them, um, three on Melbourne knocked off the top two. So whether what have we got to win four more? So you don't want to, no one talks about finals, obviously, but um, they've proven they ran Brisbane within a kick, even though the game was probably done that we kicked a couple late. Geelong, for all intents and purposes, they should have been up. The West Coast one might be the one that fucks them. Imagine that. Yeah, I know. Like exactly. Yeah, they missed the final or they miss. They said top four, or they miss something by a game, and they'll look back and think. <coughs> but the West Coast have come good, though. <laughs> That's true. They Dane, have come good. Dane. They've come good. Dane. They've come good. Um, Thanks to you. Exactly. Yeah, we stuck with them, stuck fat. Um, now, I'm not obliged to stick with them in the next episode, but but I like what I've seen last two weeks ago. Um, wow. Didn't get beaten by the boy. Exactly. No, no, it was an ill draw. But no, the pies were great. Um, I think just their their, their pressure <coughs> and they force teams into mistakes and then they also, you know, they don't uh, give less on defence to put it all in the, into their new game plan, if you know what I mean. <coughs> they actually still are a high-pressure side, but when they get it, they must be extremely fit because they get it and then they spring. Two-way running, do Yeah, I know. Thank <laughs> fuck I'm not playing. <laughs> but they have... But they obviously have role plays in that thing yeah. to do certain things. And um, the young fellas are coming on, like Nick Dacos, the best thing you can say about him is he just looks like he's played 100 games. Yep. Like he's not tearing games apart, but he just, you wouldn't know he's played 12 games, some of like that. Ginevan, or Ginevan, or whatever you say his name, Ollie Henry, you know, all of them um, uh, playing pass. And they'll have ebbs and flows because they're a young side, but the boys probably come at the wrong time for him, to be honest. Start of the year when we did the preview, I remember saying that they're going to real cause some upsets. Yeah, because they got their, their best players are really good. <laughs> Still, I like trying to bring something to the table. It's a bit different to what all the other footy shows done. Come the end of the year when it's draft time, the experts in quotation marks say about you know how list is a bad profile because there's too many over thirty players. You get beaten by eight goals mm. if you got rid of your over thirties on Saturday on, on Monday. Yeah, it's like it's, it's just the dumbest criteria mm. of all time. I reckon Scott Pendlebury's still a good player. Yeah, still side bottom, it's not bad. It's <laughs> as, as soon as you, as soon as you get to thirty, it's like if you're not up the top, if you're not in the top four, you, you need to be moved on. Yeah. Uh, what about judge people on how they're playing? Yeah, even like, like you know, what Bartel says, it's not a development league. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a it's the best league, and then you should be playing your best. 22 yeah. and if you happen to be 32 and now I think you kind of can see that you know and I, they, like I said they obviously won't talk about it but everyone else will do that for them that they can see finals you know 
slowly coming down the the highway if they win what four more or something like that. So yeah. um yeah, it's positive signs. I had him I had him wrong. <coughs> I guess I had him ten to fourteenth roughly. Yep. Um but it can it can happen quickly. Like look at the Bulldogs two thousand sixteen, Richmond seventeen, Melbourne didn't make the finals year you know, in last two years yeah. ago, then they won the flag. So in this league it turns real quickly and and confidence, that's all you need in this league because basically apart from obviously the obvious sides down the bottom, most sides, you know, within 5 or 10% of talent, everyone has, you know, obviously the you know the top sides have some standout players, but it's a league where everyone, you know, equality is what the AFL try and do. So they, with the draft and so they try and make sure every team's even. So, you know, basically most sides have a lot of good talent. So it's just um, it's just confidence and knowing that your ability and the game plan and the coaching and your development coaches and obviously I don't know who development coaches are but obviously doing a wonderful job because um, you know look at the the improvement of the young kids and every kid that comes in seems to do his role very well so I don't know whether that's clear and direct coaching that they obviously all follow a game plan that they either enjoy playing and they all understand and it's all a simple game plan they just know what they have to do so you know one in one out seeing they all seem to be. Filling a role uh, pretty nicely, so it's um, yeah. I think the buys come at the wrong time. I think they probably needed to ride that this wave of momentum that they've got. But you know, I've seen a few of them in Bali, so hopefully they don't get Bali belly. They've no. gone to Bali. I think so. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, from well, what you, I've seen on. You used it, to like your mid-season <coughs> fresh ups, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Love them. Um, I went to Bali when I, the year I hurt my foot and I went missing. And they quick footy club didn't know where I was. I think I knew I was probably going to retire, so I wasn't super worried about it. <laughs> it's funny when you say confidence because the footy fan here is confident that it's about the you think about the player feeling confident about himself, but probably more and more now in footy, especially where I watch yeah. up, up the up the top. It was really good watching the. It, it's confidence in each other too. Yeah, well, <coughs> Mason Cox is probably different. He's yeah. got confidence in himself. You know, he's, I heard he was strutting around like the duck. Um, <laughs> you know, this week. And, and into next week, but if that's what gets him going, because and he does need to play like that every week. He just needs to compete and get it to ground. Like even you'd notice, at least he was running and hitting packs, not running under the underneath the ball, and you know being four feet from the ball when the ball when he's jumping for the ball. So um, he needs confidence in himself. He's obviously got that in abundance now. So hopefully he can keep that rolling. But like I said, the hardest thing for him is to do it to make the gap between his best and worst <coughs> as minimal as possible because. The gap between his best and worst is probably the biggest in the league. Like oh, since I've watched footy, I reckon. Yeah, his worst is absolutely horrible. Yeah. Like, how, you know, doesn't look like he belongs out there at all. And then his best, looks like he's the biggest, he's the best fucking tall in the league. Yeah. So he needs to find a way to reduce the gap between his best and his worst. And, um, yeah, and clearly the confidence in the side. And that comes with winning, comes with playing with each other. And they clearly look like they have a joy about playing for each other and they're, um, yeah, they just enjoy being out there, and they've fly. And his team have obviously developed a game plan which works for the talent they have in their side. Um, because it's all right having the same a game plan, but if you don't have the horses that can do it, you know what's the point of having one? So they've obviously developed a game plan where they've realised that this, this talent they've got can take them this far by doing this, and that's what they've done. And um, you know, there's a lot of season to go yet, and I'm sure. If you ask them, they'll say they're just taking it one week at a time. They're not looking forward like all the other bullshit you get from every club. Yeah. But, um, yeah, all the rest of us can do it for them. And I think we've got a, a fairly 
soft five weeks coming up. So if we are if we're in four of them, we'll play finals with um what have we got next? GWS at home, Gold Coast North, Adelaide Essendon. You want four. Exactly. So you split one of the first two. Gold Coast at home or GWS at home, Gold Coast away. Oh, let's see if I can get on the end. Back of that. <laughs> Gold Coast away, that'd be nice. Um <laughs> they might need people to talk yeah, to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um Alex Vasolo might be busy. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so GWS at home, Gold Gold Coast away, so you split them, say, then you got then you got the buy, you got North, Adelaide over there, which and then Essendon. So you win four of them. Yep. With how many games is that? Then you probably got three or four games left. You're laughing. So even maybe sneaking for a top four spot. So we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but the, I'm keeping my grand final tickets. <laughs> Pies are going on the granny. Um, yeah, it's fucking doesn't take a long. For a price, though, you'd sell them, right? No, he'll be there talking to people. In, yeah. in the, in the, in I'll, sell, I'll, sell, I'll sell my tickets I get, mm. but I'll get a ticket for going in there to talking to someone, yeah. Mm. <laughs> he'll be he'll be tired. He'll need to sit down for a bit of a light. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Is it a Twilight game? No, no. Oh, There's a missed a couple of hours. Yeah. Of, I know. Hey, Sam, what's Hello. your fitness level like at the moment, please? Oh, it's not It's not good. I've got, I've got someone you can low. train with in November. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And... Um, I, I said I'd give myself to Noah's first birthday to get back into shape, like a year, Which I is? think, is enough time. He's one on the 11th of August. Right. However. New racing season. However, the uh, collection of empty Smarty packets in the side of my car door suggests... You eat Smarties over M&Ms. Oh, flat out. And I don't know why, but it is... Why? Oh. I, I, I can't tell you why. I don't know. Oh, because they're better. I'll put that out How? There. Why? Why? The taste, the crunch, the size... Oh, the convenience. I don't, reckon, I don't reckon you'd know the difference if I bought them in. I would 100% know the difference. Okay. okay. We should do a blind taste. We test. will. We will. Um, Next week. Are you a smarty or M&M you, man? I'm not a big chocolate man. No. What? Really? No. No. It's pork? Hang on. <laughs> pork? What pork? <laughs> oh. oh, God. A bit rude, Dane. Just a <laughs> bar of pork sandwich. <laughs> Could you taste the difference with the colours? Um, in the English packet, you can. Can you? English right. Smarties, the orange one is orange chocolate. Wow. Wouldn't Smarties <laughs> be more less accessible than yeah, yeah. M&M's? I don't find that, no. I find uh, they come in a convenient-sized packet for me to just... They everywhere? They, they, they in all spots yeah. M&M's are? Oh, well, everywhere that I've pulled over to get... A dare ice coffee and a pack of Smarties. I, I at least do that three times a week because I at least get it on the way to teaching in Wally. I'll pull in dare ice coffee. It's the only coffee. It's the only caffeine that I have. M&Ms are better than Smarties. Oh, that's just the well, that's because you have your mental strong decaf. What's the yeah. point of that? Well, because I have to. So, Dane, do you try and peak like like Chris Waller will get in Nature Strip overnight? Good on him. But uh, he get you know the, the, there's the autumn carnival, the spring carnival. You can need a little break. Do you, is that what you're trying to do? You, so mm. you got your boxing, yeah, and then you, you're going to train people in where New Zealand? No, Thailand, Thailand, Thailand. Thailand if you don't mind, yeah. yes. Um, so recover- yeah, no, so recoveries will taste delicious. Not sure I'll be peaking at any of these events, <laughs> but um, the boxing. What, what, how far along have I got the boxing? Seven weeks or something like that. So. Um, <laughs> he says with a rice smile. Not sure I'm peaking. Uh, so I'm going away two weeks before and home two days before the fight. So 
Um, well, it's only a matter of what what how how hard your opponents try. Yeah, to well, exactly. Yeah. Um, have you have you caught wind of how hard Coons is training? No, I haven't. Um, hopefully, we'll get him in. Yeah, so we should get him on. Well, I'm. I'm doing two days a week, so hopefully it's, <laughs> hopefully it's about that. Don't, don't show your cards, Dane. Well, you know, I'm playing footy and then a couple of days I can't be fucked. <laughs> Would you say that you're almost training harder now than you were when you were planning, playing AFL? Uh, I'm certainly training more. I wouldn't say, wouldn't say this, uh, boxing training's hard. It's fucked. I don't know how they do it as a professional. Mm. It's, it's Oh, it's not good. Mm. Um, so probably... But I only do that twice a week, so. Um, but again, I, I, no, I don't expend as much energy during the week because game days and stuff at AFL like would take over the amount of energy I expend mm. during the whole week. Now, even yeah. playing footy, like I probably spend fucking one eighth of the energy playing footy on the weekends that I did playing AFL. <coughs> so, um, how yeah. much energy do you use up trying to stay warm, mate? It was, as it. <laughs> it was as cold as I've ever been. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Thailand thing, that should be good. Go over there a few beers, do some Muay Thai and stuff. So, <laughs> Sorry, say that one more time. Muay Thai, is that a, that's how you say it? I think so. Yeah, well, no, it'll be fun. Um, go over there a few beers, or we'll have lots of beers and train and sweat it all out. It, hang on, yeah. isn't it a health retreat? A health oh. and fitness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, would you be seeing well, lots of pots? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Gotta go over there, learn some stuff. Have train or three four hours a day, and then have some beers in the afternoon in, at, for dinner time. Yeah, it's my health and fitness retreat, Samantha. That's part of yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, is that is that the premise for everyone else going that they they can do what they like? You're right. They can train. They don't have to drink. They don't have. They can eat vegan if they want. They can do whatever they like. You don't strike me as a yeller when it comes to a, being a coach. A yeller. Yeah. Oh, do you just do that? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, I'll just be. You can do. Uh, you paid for your trip. You can do what you like. Correct. Oh, it doesn't bother me. I'll be doing this. If you want to come do this with me, that's what I'll be it's doing. Interesting. I'll, I'll check that. my bag. Exactly. It's in there. Yeah, that's all we need. Interesting. Leaving them to their own devices, I guess. So the headline: the, the familiar waddle was back in the Tassie paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was good. Um, How cold? Oh, mate. Was that cold? Well, I. Thought it was, to be fair, it was actual. It was cold, just proper cold. But I was like, once I get out there, once you know, you start playing, it's fine. So it's just going to be the initial run out to the ground, and then after half time, it actually started not too bad. Well, I was like, fuck, it's actually sun's out. I see snow on the top of the mountain though, yep. so I, that was coming. I was like, all right, and we got going. I was right. Then there was just like a a wind that just. Oh my goodness! It was hell. Um, the Did wind. You have long sleeves. I had the option, but I was like, oh, I can't wear a long sleeve. So, because actually felt it was actually all right. Like when I first ran out, it was all right. It was just <coughs> a wind, and the wind picked up, and it's like the ball just pretty much sat in one pocket for four quarters. Um, and then, then when the rain started after half time, oh. oh my goodness! Um, it was so I was enjoying it the first, well, in the first three and a half quarters. Then it started rain coming, so I was I hit behind the point post for three minutes. <laughs> Because we were in front by, you know, we couldn't lose. And I sat behind the point post for three minutes. It was absolutely freezing. <coughs> it was as cold as I've been playing footy since I can remember. Um, yeah, you, you didn't play any games out at Ballarat when you were playing then, Samantha. 
Actually, what, I did. What about Canberra? <laughs> so, man, actually, I did. I played in Ballarat, like in the, when I was in the twos, oh, but, not, yeah. but not AFL level. That's when. Um, so it was colder than Williamstown, is what you're saying? Yeah, it's coldest. The wind, yeah. the wind in Williams is. A we we've all seen all the almost footy legends with the wind. Yeah. In. Well, it was very similar to that. Um, colder. Yeah, and because the rain was coming in, it was it was nasty. Um, but we got the win. Uh, it was fun um, for three quarters there, but then it then it obviously turned. Fucking pear shape real quickly. And now these that people play down there mate, all the time like that. I don't know how. I know. And listen, Tassie's a lovely spot mm. for a holiday. <laughs> In the <laughs> summer. When, when you've got good warm clothes on. Exactly. Like, it'd be tough to get 45 AFL footballs together. They'd want to put a dome on the roof. <laughs> yes. they'd, want to, they'd want to put a roof. I'm just picturing dome, dome. on the roof. They'd want to put a roof on, on the fucking um, on the ground if they end up getting one down there because playing in that kind of wind. <laughs> Young Dano at school, he's getting a phone call that you've been drafted to Tassie. I'll be, I'll stay out there for six months. God, <laughs> 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 no, I did get one. Well, mind you, when I was, I lost me fucking um, uh, Air, AirPods for the seventh time. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. Apple. I need, I need to link them to me. You know how people put it on their the hoop in their belts and. I walk in, so I was like, better walk in there, JBF. I nearly got into a fight with one of your kind, Ralph, a, a dwarf. What? Mate, he was walking out carrying this fucking... What? He was... Mate. He was walking out. Well, I've been boxing a bit, so... It's been a good run. I've been boxing a bit. It's been a good run. I've done all right. I was walking out, he was carrying this fucking big TV. I was like, mate. (laughs) Mate, are you right? Do you need some help? And he's like, fuck off. I said, mate... So you're carrying a big TV. Like, do you need some help? He goes, fuck off, mate. It's an iPad. (laughs) 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 Can you press that drum button? (laughs) I don't know which one it is, but thank you for waiting. No, it's not Thank you for waiting that long (laughs) to run that one because I've got sweaty palms. (laughs) This is one of the reasons why it did work for you in Breakfast TV because you're (laughs) going to bring those ziggers out earlier. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, so, but but Tazzy was good. Um, Once again, great bunch of people like every footy club I've been to. Um, They were good fun. I hope they enjoyed the night. Uh, Good bunch of boys. Are we had a win. They're on the way back. The ships. Sorry, uh, what, what's your tally? Ah, that was my first win in a month. So um, Swan FC's fucking back. Uh, we had a bit like the D's. We had we lost three in a row. We're um, mm. so what have been? What have been I'd slot. probably be eight and three now. I think for the year. Yeah, right. um, it's not bad. Yeah, kick three. You know, kick three and a quarter, and then now where he's undefeated. So. Mm. Uh, and then. <laughs> He had about 30, they said. I don't know if that's true or not, but they said they counted. Um, I'll listen to it. Pick it up. Oh, that's what they said. 31 is what they said to precise. I'm not sure whether that's true or not. Um, the Sydney Blues this week? I'm in Sydney. I don't, is that what I'm playing for? Southwest Sydney Blues, it says. Yeah, well, I'm in Sydney this week. Um, $110, dinner and drinks included. Ooh, that's but fucking here, fancy. Here's the bit that got me. Oh, yes. Keynote speaker. 
Oh, is it for solo? <laughs> Am I the keynote? <laughs> Tell you what, I've done a lot of speaking. I don't think I've ever been a keynote. Um, you know what I did well, try. Do you know what a keynote speaker is? Uh, I don't even know what a keynote is. <laughs> you would have been trying to feel them, Sam, wouldn't you? Be someone who's. Yeah, well. I thought you meant like Kino. <laughs> no, like when you play Kino. Not quite, no. Okay. Um, but, well, you know, silly. I mean, well, hopefully I'll get the next two weekends right. But I was like, when I was sort of mapping out my year, I was like, you know what? In June, I'd rather be away because it's so cold here. You know, so I want to go some warm spots. So you thought Tassie was. Well, that's my point. So I'm a <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. So, um, so Tassie was the. Was a blip on the radar, was the outlier. And then obviously Sydney this week, which I hope I haven't checked the radio, uh, the radio, I haven't checked the weather yet. You're right. <laughs> Spilling shit. Um, yeah, fuck. Um, I, would, I haven't checked the weather yet because I'm too scared because it'll probably be 17 and raining. It's coming good up there. Sydney, good. Yep. And Sydney. then next yep. weekend I'm in Queensland, Toowoomba, so I would imagine it's going to be <coughs> warm up there and then obviously back here in July, which is not fun. But then I go to Perth, so then... Yeah, you're going to have to do a tour of the Northern Territory in June next year, mm. I think. Mm, well, we'll go anywhere. Well, they play they play their footy in um in the summer. So, oh, yeah, that's mad. It is. It is. So that was my weekend. Um, got back Sunday. I was only in there for twenty four hours because I was meant to go Friday, but I had a funeral, so I had to stay. He was over up over there for twenty four hours. It was a fun twenty four hours, but apparently Sunday was the coldest day in like ninety years in Tallie. So it was nice to get the fuck out of there. But it was <laughs> chockers, like because they had that dark mofo and that on. Mm, um. Yep. And I was down there, obviously, so there would have been an influx of... Um, <laughs> Come see Dino. Exactly. But, you know, it was a fun weekend. Um, two to go before um, I am back at City for the remainder of the year, How depending does, on weather. Well, obviously, we'll get to your departure of Tassie because that's quite a talking point. But um, just a quick side note. How does St Kilda City go without you? Well, not as good as they do with me. Well, is that factual? That's what I'm asking. What do you mean is it factual? Like, does that show on the scoreboard? What do you think? Well, I'm, I'm asking you. You could argue I've been the best player every week I've played for him. <laughs> um, on, on the <laughs> well, last weekend I nearly brought us back from the dead. We had half of our side out mm. against apparently one of the best sides, which I don't believe. Um, Jordan flu game, remember? Oh, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was player of the week. And we got beat. Jordan flu game. I wasn't lying. I don't lie. Wow. Um, no. Did you, did you get something for that? By the way, fuck all. Didn't even get a mug on the weekend. Um, I've had. Do I've you had feel used. Yeah, I do. When, the, when yeah. they promote you, piece of meat. Week? I've had the mug once, and that's the weekend I did me hamming. And because I was such a professional, I didn't drink out of it because I need. I need. I need to give the people in the next upcoming weeks the same show. So I didn't drink out of the mug. So hopefully, I can get a kick in over the next two weeks and, and use the mug. It's a Warwick Farm, by the way. So might be some. Uh, Where's that? Where where is that? Is that out? Is that out west? Yeah, southwest. Is that a beautiful part of the world? I wouldn't. Well, be careful there, Ralph. I'm going out with these good people. You can report back, huh? Okay, I will. I will. Up there till Monday. Just trying to get a few. Some good racing people out there. So yeah, part of your crowd. Absolutely, we're right up my alley. So you 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 were a keynote speaker last night. We're hoping last night. We're barracking. I was barracking. Were you barracking? What was last night? Hall of Fame. Oh, um, yeah. thanks hang for on, making me feel on, like a loser and I say I'll get in on it. Yeah, well, I had to choose a five foot six guy can we, for you. Can we backtrack a little bit, please? There's a really important topic that we did not touch on. The middle seat? Correct. I think I got middle seated twice on the way there as well, I think. Wow. And, Dane, would you, would you have brought this up with us if that lovely young gentleman had not posted it on social media? 
Uh, if you had asked, yeah. Yeah, I didn't book it. There's not much I could do. But you know you can change your seat when you get to the airport. No, you can't. Not when it's full. Mate, the Rolling Stones have riders. Surely this is what you need to start putting in your Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, well, listen, I'm kind of a no-frills kind of guy. I'm not going to ask the people who've paid me for me to get... I'm a no-frills kind of guy. I'm not going to... I am. I'm a simpleton. Dane. Dane. Well, I'm not going to go... You just uh, said a sentence ago, I don't lie. I don't. I'm not going to go make a fuss over someone who's booked my flights, paid for me to come down there, accommodation, and go, excuse me, mate, I'm not happy with the middle seat. Oh, I don't even Does know what... Does he not listen to the podcast? I don't even know what seat I'm on. I don't even I'd know say what, probably not. I don't even know what seat I'm in until if I get to the gate. And then it was jam-packed. Just uh, it's tough to sit in the middle seat. Mm. I was virgin on the way over, which and because I'm platinum with them, I went and they, and they go, and they go, do you... Yeah, there's an exit row available for us, so no problem. So I was fine. I was middle, I think, too, but I was I could stretch out. Yeah, I middle in the next. Just as she snug, she Jet snug star. in the middle. Um, shouldn't exist. Uh, I felt I did say felt like a giant. Like I reckon this, mm. I was in like a small, small place. So I'm like I couldn't even. My head wouldn't even. My head was I was mm. too high for the headrest, so I couldn't even like lean back and try and sleep because they don't have. The ear things. Mason would enjoy. No, mate. Well, <laughs> no, they don't. They don't have the ear things mm. either, so you can't like. Yeah. Not that my head would have been able to touch it. So I, I was I had an early flight out, so I was a little tired. So I wanted to have a nap, but I just I just couldn't. So I had to fucking just suck it up and deal with it and just watch my iPad. So um, wasn't a very pleasant experience coming no. home, Samantha. No, no. Um, she was snug, but. What can you do? Like I'm a man of the people, and if the people book me in the middle seat, I'm not going to complain. But if anyone's listening out there that's planning on booking me again, <laughs> an aisle or a window, a window would be much more suffice. Actually, the guy who did send the photo in, so old mate next to me here, I don't know how, this is another pet peeve of mine, how you read your seat wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like what kind of moron do you have to be to read? Like, so this old fellow... You know, well, over, you know, probably ten years older than me, fifteen years older than me, come in and sat on sales eleven, eleven eight, and the guy who took the photo, <coughs> come in and goes, "Oh, I'm eleven eight. and the bloke goes, "Yeah, I know, yeah, I'm eleven C." Oh my god! And he's like, "Yeah, I know," and then so, and then obviously the guy was nice. He goes, "Oh, don't worry about him." And I'll, he goes, "I'll just sit in the aisle." Now if that had been me, I'd be up. You get, <laughs> I'm taking the window. <laughs> Get out well, of my not seat. even for the window, just for being stupid. Yes, uh, yeah, and for the window. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll up you get. Okay, and if had a bit, if had a been a middle suite situation, switch over. No, you stay there. You yeah. stay there. But like, it baffles me that how many. Is, if it's your first time on a plane, fair enough. Mm. But but come on, you would think C probably is not the start of the alphabet. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah, yeah no, no, I'm eleven C. <laughs> like like he was in the right. The, and but he, mate, oh mate, was good enough for me. Like, mate, listen, just um, you just take it, no problem. So I, I'm not that nice of a man, especially no. when it comes to airplanes. And I'm a massive window man because at least on Jetstar, you can lean up against the you know the window. And he, I looked over at one stage, he was fucking sound asleep, jacket on the. So I reckon he might have been playing stupid. Mm. Oh, I think fair chance. Yeah, so jacket too. on the window, like good as good as gold, snoring away. Well, fucking least I tucked up. Just a quick one. Is it airplane or aeroplane? I don't know the answer to this. I just heard you say airplane. Well, how did, how's it spelled? Well, airplane is A-I-R. It's 
space, P-L-A-N-E, but aeroplane is A-E-R-O-P-L-A-N-E. Pretzel. Our listeners will help us on that one. It's an airplane. It could be. Well, it is. It could also be an aeroplane. Both. What would you say, Ralph? Tomato, tomato. Airplane. (laughs) Say that again? Airplane. Airplane. Interesting. Let us know. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So, um, so yeah, Brent Harvey, the, the midget got in front of you. Uh-huh. Oh, hang on. Uh-huh. That's two. Well, I've always said, you know, don't count your games, make your games count. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon you've got him? Well, in that, in you, that can, you can play 300. It's not, it's not hard to play 300 games, 350 400. games, 400 games. <laughs> it's not hard to play 400. Well, how many, how many, how many Australians you? Do you reckon I would have had if I played another 200 games? Probably won four Brownlows. Well, no, if I'd have played it, that's another career of mine. So if I had height, talent, and pace, I could be playing too. Yeah, well, I could have. Yeah, well, you don't. <laughs> Correct. Well, I did. Well, you didn't. Well, I did. You didn't play it because I chose to stop. But you had the opportunity to continue. No, no, I, I, exactly, exactly right. I had the opportunity to, con- to continue. And you I, chose that's, exactly. That's my point. Um, so I'm a bit like make your games count, don't count your games. So. You know, I Did think the insurance company think you had an opportunity to continue? Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. My uh, my foot was nearly severed off. <laughs> but even so, <laughs> but how, how many all Australians how and stuff? Quick did he change? Uh, how, but if you look per game basis, like so, I was all Australian every fifty yeah. games. So that means a, a boomer <laughs> must have been. Hang on, how do you know? <laughs> How do you know the maths of that? Because I played 250 games and I was five times. You've, you've I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I can do math. With a TH? Math, yeah. It's what, math with an F? Um, so, so he, he so, so Boone would have been, what, nine time all Australian then, I'd imagine? Over 450 games? I don't know. I haven't got this well, in front I've, of I know, it's not. Yeah. I'd imagine. <laughs> um... You've taken this to heart. Yeah, he's very passionate about this. I didn't even know it was on until Betty Johnson texted me last night. He's like, Are you going to the Hall of Fame? Well, and you know what the other thing is? It's hard to get inducted to the AFL Hall of Fame when you're not in your own clubs. Hello. So, um, So when's that coming up? Well, there's room for that. Uh, It's about five years. It's coming up. um, Asterix, if I'm in it, I've forgotten. But I don't think I have. I don't think I am because I'm. I would, you would have got that. You would have had to have got up and made a speech in that. Yeah. And yeah, I ha- yeah. and I haven't been back at a function. I probably wouldn't have done that. And I think you were eligible during I've COVID. M- I've made life member. I'm a life member. I did that yeah. the next year. But yeah, so it's pretty hard f- to get into the AFL Hall of Fame. We're not in your own clubs. I would imagine. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've worked this out. This is, this is where I know that it couldn't have happened. So the last two years, COVID, obviously mm-hmm. no functions. 
prior to COVID, Ed was president. Mm. Going by the podcast we did with Ed, mm. and Ed would have given the speech for you. You wouldn't have forgotten the speech that Ed would have given yeah. for you. Mm. Um, I'm going to ring. Goodness, I'm going to ring Ed. So love anyone more than Nathan Buckley, but you are. I'm going to ring Ed and say, "Wait, how could you not have pulled some strings at the AFL <laughs> for me? And got me in. Maybe, maybe it's my off-field character. That maybe it's this podcast that they. Um, <laughs> well, season one. But um, who else got in? I actually, yeah. John texted me last night. Goes, "Are you go, are you in the Hall of Fame?" Someone said they seen you there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mate, I'm literally naked, just about to get into bed, put my pajamas on. So if if I am getting in there, um, you still a pajama guy? Eh? Oh, well, un- underwear, whatever you call it. <laughs> but a nice set of flannelettes on a on a cold <laughs> night. Never heard anyone. So uh, here's here's a question: Would Jono make your table? Do you get a table? You get a table. Oh, he'd force his way in. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, mum, dad, Taylor. Don't know, I don't know. Uh, well, well, I didn't get in, so look, this obviously won't be happening. Um, well, it will be happening, but just in time. You didn't get in this time. Patience, Daniel. So you and Corey Enright are the two that uh, did Bartel get in? Is Bartel Bartel's already in? I think no, no he, he got he finished the same year as I did. Oh, well, so that's yeah. I was trying to think of the. the I read there was there was out of the four for this Bartel generation. I didn't, well, you know what? If they're not going to put me in first, they can fuck off. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> nah, that's a lie. Uh, no, I, well, yeah. It honestly doesn't bother me either way. Um, maybe, I don't know, but it'd probably be more to my parents than that than me. Well, yeah. Do you get any – hold on. Let me let me just go back a second. You don't get paid for uh, Okay, well, <laughs> well then, do you get any free, free more tickets? You get a table. Oh, no, you, do you, you get anything for the rest of your life? Yeah. Or – well, yeah, you, you, I think I think it's life member status. Well, I've already got that because I want a brown line. The AFL. What do you mean? What did? Oh, sorry, have you got? I, I didn't know. I'm you, a gold member because I want a brown line, so I right. get two tickets to everything for the rest of my life for free anyway. Right. So, so yeah. unless I get another couple on top, well, then I'll be very interested in making it. <laughs> um, but oh, well, it is what it is. Um, well, I assume that uh, that Jason Dunster would be a, uh, elevated to a more, to legend. Yeah. In the end of those, uh, it was Russell Liebert. But only because I saw him there. Because I think one of the downsides of getting in, if you're not a person who likes going to functions when you're not actually getting paid to attend a function. You don't have to go though, do you? Well, I think there's a bit of, come on. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. But what about in 100 years? I'll have to sell out Marvel Stadium. I guess people die, don't they? Yeah. There's a rule. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well, if it happens, it happens. If it's not, this one, I'm not going to lose. Any sleepover? But I can't believe I'm not in Collingwood. So I would imagine if I've, you know, but... Um, so I think Collingwood would be very much looking forward to a function where they can sell a few tickets. Well, I wouldn't want a 10-year reunion either at some stage. <laughs> no. Um, really dropped the ball, the pies, oh, about fucking not giving us a, a piss-up. and Who's, um, It's a weekend off, weekend away from the families and, you know. Yep. Whose so, responsibility is it to organise those functions? Well, it's not mine, Samantha. And it's not Ed's anymore. Exactly. So no. But is it like, is there like a committee leader? Oh, I've got, I could not tell you. Right. Um, I don't know. I fucking... You know, don't know. I think they'll be looking for a bit of a fill up soon. So. Oh, of course, yeah. absolutely. Yep, at our expense. Uh, so <laughs> Brent Harvey, Nikki Winmar of the recent ones, Pavlich. Pav- sorry, Pavlich. Yeah, Pavlich. Yeah. And a guy called Bill Dempsey from WA, who is a. Uh, Why do we need to put all these people in that no one knows? Because it's the it's called the Australian Football Hall of Fame, not the AFL Hall of Fame. So if you're great in a certain area, and there was someone from Tassie as well, which I've probably just. Bottle lightning's going to hit me. So what do you mean? So have to? What about, 
Well, my dad in then. He won. He played 300 games, five BNFs. No, there's a good push for Fred Cook. Yeah, exactly. Some people. So he, he probably should be in because that's that's probably the next step to get VFA legends in. Yeah. Um, but Bill Dempsey spoke so well, so well. He's um, a member of the Stolen Generation. Yeah. Played 390 games over there. And, it's a lot uh, of games. It, well, per premierships per uh, per game. He's going, going right. I think he's yeah he's going very well too. So they got him across and how he's he's medal. He's medal. This was if. I'm no spoiler alert because you either watch it live or you won't. So he won the Simpson medal, which I think is for best on ground WA. Granny. Granny, pretty sure. And he went back home to his mum uh, in Darwin, lost the medal, the cyclone Tracy blew it away. Yeah. His mum wouldn't even talk about it. She was so upset. They found it in the Simpson desert. <gasps> the Simpson the medal. The Simpson medal. Yeah. That's what. Uh, someone pro- prospecting. Or it was wow. phenomenal. Yeah, it was one of the best beaches I've ever How ever long? Ago, what was the time... Laps. Yeah, years later. Years later. Yeah. It's incredible, eh? <laughs> so, it's so, a story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you believe that footballers take drugs? <coughs> I love this story. Um, <laughs> you know what I can't believe anymore? The What's footballers that? don't take drugs for fun anymore. <laughs> Publicly. Um, incredible. Do you know what? It, it gets me, right? Like if, a, um, if an NRL player does something... Involving violence, as in gets in a punch on, their job title is part of the news headline. And I feel like if a young footballer goes out and has a good time, for some reason his job title is in the news headline. If someone from accounting <coughs> at Ku Young Tennis Club went out on the weekend and got on a bag, do you think it would be media? Why is it such a big deal? Because, um, he, because he's an athlete. Yeah, I know. Well, there's many avenues we can talk about, which, but. Um, yeah, if we're talking about the – well, everyone – it's just a cross-section of society. But I guarantee you, if you took all the AFL players and you drug-tested them the same time as you drug-tested all the fucking 25-year-old men, Lawyers. you know, Lawyers, tradies or whatever, mm-hmm. <coughs> the percentages would be so much smaller in a professional – like in the AFL. And if, if, whether that's 10%. One percent, fucking ninety. You know, what's obviously not ninety percent. You know, anywhere from I don't even I couldn't tell you what the stats are, but say it's twenty percent, thirty percent. The cross the go down or trade to a buddy, you know, smoke a shed. Yeah, construction site or something on a Monday and drug tested them. It'd be double, triple. So, and yes, I understand that. Um, you know, they're fucking in the in the public eye and stuff, but you know, they're, they're drug. I think they're the most drug tested. League in the world because they've had they've got the AFLs and they've got water or whatever it is. So um, you don't have to be tested out of uh, competition. And I, I, for me, I think the hypocrisy of people in the media and people who are having a say on this is astounding. Um, think like it is the hypocrisy is amazing when like people get up in the media and they fucking say that you know they all should be out, they should do this, should do that. If if we're going to do that, yeah, for, okay, but let's, you know, and people are role, and AFL footballers are role models, yeah, righto. But you know what? So are fucking journalists, lawyers, so, so a lawyer, exactly, so a politician, teacher, yeah, so so a fucking everyone, depending on who your child is and yeah. who they look up to. So, not everyone, fucking little Susie, won't even know who Bailey Smith is, or you know, so she's not a role model to her. He might be a role model yeah, to thousands of footballers, but. You can also be a role model and saying, "Oh, I've made a mistake," and no one's perfect. So, you know, he's obviously, and he 
Bailey seems like, you know, as sincere as you can do it. And he's obviously, you know, going through some stuff. So, um, and in the end, fuck, no one really cares. Does anyone really give a fuck anymore? Like, let the poor kid just move on. And I think he's, um, you, you could say, well, he's been a role model in saying, like, he's come out, he's gone on the front foot. He said he's, you know, you know, a lot of men in that uh, have struggles admitting that, you know, they have mental health problems, stuff like that. And he's on the front foot saying, yeah, I've, I was in a bad place, you know, at the end of the season last year. And so how are you not saying, well, as a kid, you know, as a parent, you say, look, at least he's made it, he's owned up to it, he's gone through some stuff and now he's learning to deal with it. That's just as good as a role model as being kicking a ball on the, fucking on the oval. So um, I'd say if you want to keep the drug testing, and let's drug test everyone who has an AFL accreditation and let's make that public every time someone gets a test and let's just see how quickly they all say yes or no. So that's if you work at Fox footy, if you work at Channel 9 the footy, if you work at the Herald Sun, Age, all the fucking websites, anything, any work, game day, coaches. But as you, as you touch on, who would you rather have um, drug tested as a matter of course? Someone who kicks a footy for a living or someone who's teaching your kids? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some yeah. people get on and say, and this is not having a go at teachers, by the way, but if, if you hear people go, well, what about role models for kids? Well, fuck me. You, you, you teach might have ripped one off the bloody seat before he walked in to teach your kids and then yeah, you know, you, you, their career's in your hands. And you don't think we all know people in pretty high-powered jobs that aren't doing it? Like. Well, the Logie's people, one next week. You reckon uh, they'll be two at a time to save time there? Exactly. Like, people in the media, like, it's if we all don't know certain people in the media that are all doing it, and then they come out and say that the fucking drug thing is bad and the drug policy needs to be changed and they need to be out and shamed. Like, and like I've said, like, many times, yeah, people abuse and flaunt the the drug rule. Of course they do. But, hey, people speed. People fucking run red lights. People... Lawyers specifically look for loopholes in laws to get people off doing certain crimes. Yes. So, of course, players are going to exploit the rule. And like I said, you know, fucking no one, no footballer does <coughs> drugs for fun these days because they can all say that. But um, <coughs> what they what they can do, so what you don't know about is the, is the privacy of the three people that actually needed help. So it's... And have gone through the anonymity of the AFL system, and have fucking resurrected their career, or haven't gone down that path and gone down the you know the ultimate path of ending your life or whatever it is, or the huge depression, having the even more depression of having your face fucking planted on the front page of the tally for doing drugs or whatever it is. So this is where you got to weigh up: is twenty blokes flouting the rule? You know, do you give that a pass for the three or four that are actually absolutely need it? So that's what you got to weigh up. And I think, yes, because the 20 blokes who are flouting it are going to do it anyway. Yeah. Because they don't give a fuck, so what does it matter? Right? They're going to go ahead and they're going to fucking party. They're going to do what they like. But the four, three, four, five who actually need it and if, it, if they got plastered on the front page... Because there's no secrets in footy. Like, you tell me if the club knew about it, your first strike. It'd be out like that. Yeah. Like, everyone. Oh, this is the best one where they go, you know, it, it shouldn't just be the club doctor. It should be, you know, presidents and coaches. Yeah, it'd be out like that. Can I say, having been in the media, <coughs> the, the, the starting point for leaks, presidents and coaches. 
Yeah, and imagine trying to get your next contract. CEOs. Imagine yeah. trying to get your oh. next contract. Well, mate, you've had one. Well, we're gonna have to have that. And then you try and tr- you get traded, or you say, "Well, I'm one out." Yeah. What do you reckon? The, what do you reckon the footy club's gonna do? It's like so. Uh, clearly, they shouldn't know, and we don't know whether it's worked. And I think that's a good thing because, okay, maybe if the AFL docs came out and said, "Righto, you know what? We're not gonna give you names, but we've saved fifteen lives." Yep. It's in, in the 20 years that the AFL's been going. You don't need no know. So we've saved 15, one life. And is one life worth fucking 100, doing, which they're going to do anyway? For me, yes, because that one life actually might have been a suicide or something that has ruined a family's life. So for me, I, I think it's working. So I'm not, I've no, I've, I don't have a better solution, but... Um, the problem for me is that there are people my age, in so I'm fifty three, thereabouts in the media who have high profiles who can then say the drug policy isn't working; it's a disgrace, and people are going out and flaunting it, and they're doing it. Well, what I was going to say actually is, that if you're my age and you fucked up, you drank too much, or you know, so that that <coughs> era hadn't quite come in. So they there's actually a disconnect <coughs> with, yeah. with you know I was talking with my Glenuntly mates that went to the footy with and. We didn't take drugs, <laughs> but there weren't drugs about in the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, exactly. That's what I, I, would, I, I, that's what I would say. When I first started, when I was seven, 18, if you went to a party, like there'd be no drugs. And if there was, None. you'd be like, this is fucking weird. Like, what's going on here? Now, people go to a party and there's no drugs. People are like, this is fucking weird. Like, what kind of shit party? It's just, there. it is absolutely everywhere. Now, yes, they felt... Like I said, the cross section of AFL, there'd be it is way less than yes. the normal size. So, and I read, I heard something the other day, like that, um, you know, it was the AFL's culture that made make these kids do drugs. Well, mate, they got drafted at seventeen. Yes, they're not fucking out. They're not allowed to do anything yet. You don't reckon they would have been with their own mates? They'd be doing way worse shit. Yes, like you get dra- you get drafted into a AFL environment when you're a professional athlete, you. You know, dietitians, fucking everything, you get everything. So you're moulded a certain way. You reckon if you're just a plumber up the road on a Saturday or you're playing local footy at fucking Glen Huntley, you don't reckon after the game, straight away, people are like carrying on. So that's also astounding. The people say it's the <coughs> AFL's culture that brings them into, into drugs. <coughs> so that's ridiculous. Well, that's what I'm saying. The people saying that could only mm. be from a different era. Yeah. To, to just not understand that actually things are changing. You know, I... I went to a nightclub. The last time I went to a nightclub was probably 2004 <coughs> and I couldn't believe you could walk straight up and get a drink. <laughs> yeah, water. Everyone buys water. It's yeah, like, why is that? Exactly. <laughs> and like people say it's the money. Like, Yeah, you have money enough to buy it, but it, a lot of young kids are yeah. taking drugs that are worth 10 bucks, 20 bucks. So it's... And from a media perspective, I'm sorry, when a Bailey, a Bailey Smith, not, not mm. specifically him, but a Bailey Smith gets caught... They can say, well, the drug policy is working because they can't then say, well, um, Harry Henderson, who's now a star, yeah. uh, three years ago he, he got his first strike and we looked after him and now look at him, he's a role model because all these are unanimated. Exactly. So that's why unless – so if the AFL wanted to – the doc come out and said, all right, under an anonymity, four people, we've actually really turned their lives around <coughs> and they're out there playing it. You don't have to say they're playing AFL. Just say this drug policy is working because – we know fucking <coughs> 15 people in the last 20 years were really, really struggling. 
Yep. And now, you know, they've gone on to better careers. They've stopped using. They're doing this. They're doing that. So, um, but every time something this happens, the drug debate comes about. I, as much as people believe this, I am not a qualified doctor. Even though, even though my years in COVID may some of people may think that, but um, but Bailey, I, it seems like a really really good young kid. Um, obviously went through some troubled times, and oh, we all go through it. And he's got on the front foot and he's he's owned up to it. So, um, and ninety nine point nine percent don't give a fuck. Well, it's just no. the people in the media and like he's owned up to it. He says he's dealing with stuff. Well, let it go. Now people will be digging through his history, like trying to find this, trying to find that. Like can get a bit grubby, but um, he seems like a really good young kid, and like he's going to make a hell of a lot of money. And you know what? Actually, I did read which I was very. Um, happy about that. His sponsors were sticking by him, yeah. like so. I thank fuck. We've hopefully we've turned the page where people aren't just wiping him like a dirty ass. So cotton on and stuff like that have gone. Yep, you know what? We're going to support him through this. I think that's fantastic. Uh, I think it's it's awesome that companies are actually going. You know what? This kid's gone through some stuff. What's the point in sacking him now? Um, let's help him, guide him, and, and help him pass this and, and make lots of money together. So ultimately, you're still running a business. Mm. Oh, I've watched Cotton On. I've got friends there and whatever, but they they are a very very smart business. Yeah, that's a smart business decision. Absolutely. So away from being, you know, it's good that they've they've done. Oh, but clearly, a smart business. Yeah, absolutely. If you make if he's making money for, look, yeah. what, if you're playing good footy, because well, come the redemption story. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and he will be like he. Like I said, he's um, got the world at his feet. He's going to make an awful lot of money. He's obviously a star. He's probably in the All-Australian side right now. Um, he's only going to grow, going to get bigger and better. And, um, you know, he'll repay Cotton on as much as they're going to repay him and Monster and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I think it's in a weird way this might be good for him. Mm. Oh, no doubt. So uh, uh, the half-brother to the, that story during the week, the second story, I don't think they're dissimilar. I haven't said anything to you yet, so I want your take first. Steve May and the Demons. Because yeah. I, I got something I reckon worth putting on the table, by yeah. extension. But what? Just uh, observing. What have you seen? Um, as in this week? <coughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, he. So, so he's had a go at a player for. Yeah. Well, I would, that's. But and it depends on what your relationships like with him. Yeah. Like I could sit here and like, you know, bag you for being small and bag Sam for being stupid. <laughs> And like it's, we know it's fucking yeah. in good fun. You know, you so you know your certain teammates that you can take the piss out of. But who's the equivalent of Colin Leon Davis, who just missed the finals? Was that the grand the premiership? Yeah, was he missed the grand. He got we got dropped for the second one. Yeah, that's what I mean. So is that is that the that, that's pretty much the equivalent in your group? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now in a, in a month of Sundays, clearly. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Like, um, but like he might. So I said he he might have that relationship with him where they go back and forth, and they he bags him for being this. And some people have, and we all know that. So you go, fuck you! Like you look around and go, Are you actually saying that to him? But they know it's like a brotherly relationship. But if it isn't, and he and he's just off, off on, and yeah, it's obviously not a very nice thing to say. Malcolm was probably had every right, yeah, and that's hence why Malcolm didn't get suspended. So I've got no insight there. I used to be oh either way, yeah. But when, you know, when I was a generation younger with the needed era, but so with Bailey Smith gets caught, you know. He, he says he's struggled with mental health. People yeah. go, in general. And I genuinely believe enough. Bailey. I, I yeah. know I took a piss before and said people don't do yeah. drugs. But like he seems like one that legitimately 
like it's come out of a, a dark place and seems to be in a good spot now. So hopefully he, um, yeah, he, he can move on and play some more some footy when he gets when he's back. I'll be rooting for him. But let's go on known facts. Alcohol's a gateway, clearly. Right? Yeah, and people who they if I feel sorry for people mm. on the I'm a giggler on the piss, right? Mm. Most people are, but some people can't fucking handle it. Yeah, Stephen May's been knocked out twice by a teammate. Yeah, so you're gonna say get off the piss. No, well, what I'm saying is maybe he genuinely is one of those blokes who, who really can't handle it. Yeah. So, boy, everyone's run with this, oh, there's a there's a problem with the demons because, you know, there's those who played and those who didn't. Maybe <laughs> someone who can't handle a piss didn't yeah. even know what he was saying. Yeah. And probably should get off it. It's got nothing to do with the culture problem with the demons. And so... Well, they've lost the last three. The wheels are off. <laughs> you know what? I was <laughs> as we, as we, as we documented on Math Science, on form... Collingwood should have beaten them. Yeah, on form. So it had. I knew. I knew if they got beaten, everyone would say, "Oh, it's because of this and that." Yeah. I don't know. Because on form, they. Just well, and and also because May is a fucking super important part of that side. Hundred percent. So. But what I'm saying is, do, do you see? Oh, sorry, do you see what I'm saying? That yeah, when it course. comes to alcohol, yeah, people are saying, "Well, you still know what you're doing." No, no, actually, some people don't. Some exactly. people yeah. black, black out. out. On it, yeah, absolutely. It, it maybe the bloke's got a serious problem. And maybe he needed a line just to sort himself out. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the just to straighten himself up. One of the most maybe that's maybe the AFL need to bring that in. <laughs> one of the most amusing chats I heard was on SEN on the Sunday morning crunch time, mm. and they're talking about they're saying now, Luke, you Luke Hodge, you, you like to drink as much as anyone, but blah blah blah. You, you, this was going too far, and rah, rah, rah. I'm thinking, I reckon what Stephen May did, and this is no disrespect for the Luke, but I'm talking about yeah. known, known facts. Wouldn't couldn't have killed anyone. Drink driving can. Yeah, Luke Hodge got done for drink driving in finals month. Mm. <laughs> but did he get dropped? Yeah. Did they win the premiership? So exactly. <laughs> it's amazing the history washing that goes on. But you know, well, what about if Melbourne win the flag this year? May comes back and do it. It's going to be this was story. a watershed <laughs> moment. He learned his <laughs> lesson, so yeah. it all come out in the wash. But yeah. yeah, like, and how do we know even what he said's true? Because we're all getting it second hand. So, but if yes. it's what he said. And that's nothing. How the fuck's it come out? Like, because and you want to take the drug policy and you want to have it to clubs. Like, how is an internal fight? Like, of some, you know, what everyone said to each other because they would have told the footy club the footy bang. Now it's all fucking leaked. So, um, yeah, you, you, I would you wouldn't say that unless he said something. Was it Joel Smith? Was that his? Yep. So unless he was bagging main, which it doesn't appear like he was. I think from what you hear, may was just going around potting everyone. Yeah. And then, uh, which is probably a fair sign that he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, and then that, and also, uh, Melksham didn't get suspended. Yes. So <laughs> for Melksham whacking a bloke, you'd think like that would be cause for you're you're got a week too. But um, it, obviously the insiders of the footy club were like, you fucking deserve to cop one. So whether May gets off the piss or not, fucking who knows? But um, we will find out in the next. Sam's just thinking. I'm, li- I'm listening. Oh, I'm to blokes just- talking. Bloke talk. I'm just curious yeah. as to why, in what other profession, when you do something, when you're not at work and you're on holidays, does your work and career suffer? Like well, with I, the I Bailey Smith thing, he was on, he was on. Let's say, let's call it leave. If it was any other job, he was on leave. Yeah, exactly. And I, these two <laughs> were out to dinner. They weren't even at fucking work, and yet they're they're being suspended from work. And yeah, they're being fined well, at work. You know, well, because. You're a Melbourne, you're an AFL player 24-7, whether we like it or not. But uh, I, I agree I with the off-season. When in your off-season, I think you should be left alone. Uh, so if, if that's if that's if the time where the boys want to have a blowout, 
and they don't do it in the regular fucking let, let them go overseas, let them have a blow, and then they come back and they refocus. Mm. But the unfortunate part is, Samantha, you're well, we were always told, not that I agreed to it all the time, but you're a Collingwood player. 24-7, so every time you're out in public, you're representing the Collingwood Football Club. Is that as something much, that you were to- told? Yeah, as much as that right. sucks. Um, but, like, you know, Johnny Johnny up the road from fucking, you know, Smith Accounting can go out because no one knows who he is. But unfortunately these days with these things, camera phones, um, people take photos and if you punch on at a pretty fucking significant restaurant in, and shit gets broken everywhere, unfortunately, as much as it sucks, you're going um, to cop the wrath. And 20 years ago, do you reckon if... Darren Mullane had a punch on in 1990. Do you reckon that would have been suspended? Do you reckon it would go 80s? Do you reckon it goes back to then? Oh, some of the stories I heard from the 80s and not. So, I mean, but, so do you reckon? Well, and, and, and I was there for some. <laughs> yeah. I still like a headline if I spoke about it. So, yeah, things and, are different. And now it's just, and the other unfortunate thing, everyone, there's so much media and there's so much gossip, writ- gossip what it, so much tabloid journalism written about AFL players. Where you know that the Stephen May story and the Bailey Smith story trumps the football on the weekend. Like people, journos are hanging for these stories more because they sell more papers. And people, oh, fuck Bailey Smith's in trouble. Fuck Stephen May's out a punch on. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to click on that link. Where um, there's also normal football and good football stories like fucking Stephen May's gone out to Bailey Smith's gone out and helped the youth of you know the homeless or Bailey Smith's gone out and. Gone out and seen this sick kid in Footscray, you know, who's make a week. He's gone and done all this wonderful stuff. He gets this, and it's three weeks of it, but all the good stuff that he does and all the AFL players do, you never see it, but because it doesn't sell papers. So, unfortunately, that's just the world we live in. I think, in fairness, Sam, that I'd say any job where if your job is part of being in a public profile, so in other words, if you're a politician, I would say it's exactly the same. So, you're getting paid. Part of getting payment is your public profile. So, like, if you're a just an executive at, at Macquarie Bank, probably making thirty million a year, you're still doing it anonymously. So, if that that really wouldn't. But if you're if you're well, politicians actually don't get that paid that much mm. compared to their profile. But it, that that would be the same as a league footballer. You, you get it. But the other thing also is there's a moat now between the media and players. Like, mm. so I had a good insight into the two best for twenty five years, Eddie and Hutchie. Mm. But part of what made them as good as they were was they had genuine mates' relationships with, with players. Yeah. And often it was they wouldn't tell well, – you, you definitely wouldn't tell because otherwise you're not mates, right? Yeah. But then you get other good stories because of your relationships. Now, I, I and I'm just observing it now, but it looks like there's not a lot of players who are, who have good relationships with media people. There's obviously some, but then, then there's that more us versus them from both sides of the – Yeah. You know, it's probably they're, they're trying to get you. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. And about <laughs> one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.